So you guys, Eric and I have never had an experience like this. It took us nine tries to record today's podcast. I don't know why, just things kept going wrong. And I feel like the topic is really important and something I really wanted to explore both with him and with you all. Summer, how do we get that summer feeling? Should we even keep chasing that summer feeling? Should we have a summer bucket list? How do we make the most of these precious summer months? So despite all of the challenges, despite the fact that somebody showed up with a weed whacker, we persevered. And if you would like to hear our take on summer, lace up your sneakers and let's get going. Hey, Eric. Hey, Joyce. Is this seriously take seven of this podcast? At least. Have we ever had to do that before? I don't think so. Do you feel like everything that could possibly go wrong in trying to record this podcast this morning has gone wrong? Uh, no. <laughs> do you feel like lots of things have gone wrong? Yes. But fortunately, the dog has not had bad gas in the podcast booth. That yeah, could go wrong. That could that, that, could, that goes bad sometimes. That does. <laughs> he loves snuggling up in the podcast booth. He's right at our feet. It's just I don't. I guess it's like a little den for him. He just loves it in here. Well, he loves being with us, and when we're together, and this is he's just like plopped down right in the middle of us. You know what I noticed this morning? So you you get up before I do, and you will often work at the kitchen table. And when I get up, whatever, half hour after that, whatever, and I come downstairs, the dog will be on the landing. There's like a turnaround halfway up our flight of stairs. And the dog lies on that landing, and it's like he's halfway between me and you. He will do that if I'm downstairs and either you're upstairs or Maddie is upstairs. That's his place because he likes to be right in between us. Right in the middle. Stuck in the middle with you. That's what he likes. Is that a song? Yes. Can you St sing a few bars? Steeler's Wheel. No. <laughs> St who? Steeler's Wheel. That's the name of the band that sings Stuck in the Middle with You. Stuck in the middle. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah. Okay. They are totally one hit wonders then because I've never heard of them. Yeah. Totally one hit wonders. So that's so such a funny thing to think about. Are there songs that take you back to certain summers in your life? Oh, yeah. There's always the summer song, the song of the summer. The song of the summer. I wonder if there's a song of this summer. I guess we'd have to ask our kid because that's typically like pop music. Yeah. And I think... I don't know if it's always been this way, but they sort of declare one song, the song of the summer. You know what? I don't have really, I don't have a summer playlist because there's also certain music that feels summery, right? Like you need some Michael Franti, you need some Jimmy Buffett. Beach Boys. Some Beach Boys. Some reggae. Exactly. Reggae summer. Some, yeah. Yeah. You definitely... Need a summer. We should maybe ask our daughter to make us a summer playlist. She has very different musical taste than we do. She has broad, broad musical broad. taste. Yes. I was listening to one of her her mixes in the gym the other day, and there was, I don't even remember what it was. It was like some song from the 50s. I was like, 
How does she even know about this? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like on her one of her playlists is everything from rap to Sweet Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of lists, let's move on from playlists to bucket lists, because that's what we're talking about today. Summer bucket lists. So we have a summer bucket list challenge, right, for the community? Absolutely. This is the second year we have done it. We have close to a thousand people who have asked to receive the 99 Walks Summer Bucket List and the Jetty Fitness Summer Bucket List. And honestly, it's just an exercise in trying to encourage people to be mindful and be sure that they're getting out and doing the summer stuff. But you know, there are people who think that bucket lists are not actually the wisest way to go. What do you think of that? Is is that what they say? They in air quotes? Are yeah. you putting they in air quotes? I am on the podcast. No, I it's not it's not that. It's not like, you know, the deep state is anti bucket list. It's just <laughs> more that people ask question whether or not being that intentional and putting things on your quote unquote bucket list, then you start moving through them with a desire to check the box rather than have the experience. I think that's really it, right? Are you just doing it to check the box or are you able to really enjoy the experience? Well, that's like the cheesy TV show we've been watching for a while. We watch The Flash. People out there must think we have the worst taste in television. Do you which, know why they think that? Because we do. The worst taste in television. <laughs> but there, there's one episode where The Flash's wife has all these things on a bucket list. And I don't remember the context of why they, they're in a hurry to check them off. But they have... like uh, the You don't remember why? Why? Because she was about to get pregnant. Ah. So she wanted to check all these things off her bucket list before they had a baby because she thought once they had a baby, her life was going to be over. Gotcha. So they show this one scene like he has, he has this list and he like he just runs her across the world to do all these things. And he runs her to Paris to take a cooking class and runs her to Japan or whatever. And and she's just like so disappointed. And it's it's like not fun because she's just sort of checking the box and then, you know, running and moving on and not really being able to take in the whole experience. So, yeah, in some ways I can see that having having this as a list that you have to check off could be, uh, could lessen the experience for some. But I don't think so. I know people talk about that, but I'm not sure I think so because the other thing I know is, well, I know two things. First of all, checking things off a bucket list, checking things off a list gives us a little hit of dopamine mm -hmm. and we all like that. But the other piece of it is if you're not intentional, if you don't make a point to do the things, whatever the things are, the world will conspire to eat up that time. And listen, you know what I know? What do you know? We don't have that many summers left. Yeah. The clock is ticking on our summers. Yes. I know people who, when their kids are born, they're like, I have 18 summers with my children and I'm going to make the most of every one of them. And that's awesome. But for a long time, I was like, that sounds just terrible to count down your summers like that. But on the other hand, if we 
don't really work to make the most of them, the summer is just going to go by like any other time. And I think summers are special. Yeah, so I, I think we need to have intentionality towards our summer, towards what we do. And I, I think a bucket list is a good way to go about that. Like, enjoy those things and experience them. Because often, as you know, whether it's work or parenting or life or your summer, summer bucket list, if you don't write it down and put it in your calendar, there's a good chance it won't happen. So as we head into what is going to be an extraordinarily busy summer for us, are there things that, and can I just stop for a minute? Yes. Bucket oh, list. wait, does this mean take eight? No, no, <laughs> we're not taking eight. We might be up to nine takes. Um, uh, bucket list? Yeah. Is that really the best phrase? Maybe part of the problem is bucket list. So we could just call it your summer list, fun list. Summer fun list. It has a great ring to it. Yes. I like it a lot better. Than bucket list. Bucket list feels so heavy and loaded and all the things you want to do before you kick the bucket. I mean, it's really not great. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it that way, yeah, it's not, uh, not the best phrasing versus your fun list. But... It also puts a little sense of urgency behind it. If it's on your bucket list, if it's on your fun list, you're like, okay, it's on my fun list. You know, I did it, I didn't do it. But if it's on your bucket list, well, then it has a little little urgency, don't you think? Yep, I hear that. So I guess there are big things and maybe there are two lists. There, Maybe there is the bucket list and then there's the fun list. So thinking about the bucket list, the big things, the big adventures, I think we've got to be sure that we are uh, not putting things on that list because either we feel like that we should or they're other people's dreams or, you know, there are things that sound a lot better on paper than they actually are. And I think it requires a certain amount of um, clarity, a certain realism to decide what's truly worthy of being on your lifelong summer bucket list. Like for me, I want to spend some time in Alaska. And like, I really want to spend some time. I want to see Alaska. I want to experience Alaska. I want to get kind of off the grid. I want to see the glaciers. I want to see the, I, I want Bears. to, see, I want to see all the things. What's, what are a couple of things on your, I know one thing on your big bucket list that you decided is not as much fun as maybe it looked like. Well, that was, yeah, climbing Mount Everest was was sort of on my bucket list. And bucket list might be even too strong. It was always sort of, it had an allure, something I thought about, you know, wouldn't that be great? And then I don't know if it's just getting a little older or actually looking at the experience, but when it's all said and done, the thought of that actually isn't that appealing. It was sort of on the list because it's on a lot of people's lists and it's the biggest and the best. Just to be clear, it's not actually on a lot of people's lists. It might be on a lot of people in your climbing world, in your old climbing world list, but just to be clear, 
It's not on most people's list. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, not on most people's list. You know, but, I... but looking at it objectively, I pretty much came to the conclusion that I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. So looking at things with a little bit more objectivity, uh, but identifying some of those big experiences we want. And the small ones. I mean, I think there's there's a mix of of both out there. But yeah, like like your big one for Alaska. And we asked people. I want to go to Iceland too. By the way, you know. Uh, yes. Which one would you like to do first? Both. <laughs> you can't. You sort of can't do both first. <laughs> you have just geographically, you would have to do one and then the other <laughs> because they're almost on opposite sides of the world. True. So, all right, you'll let me know on that one. So talk a little bit more about what summer means to you. What does summer mean to you? Well, besides the CrossFit Games, which I guess is what summer has come to be t defined a little bit as. Well, this summer, I think it's it's a well, big part of it. Last, The summer before last was defined by the CrossFit Games. Last summer was defined by your shoulder surgery so that you could <laughs> repair the injury from the prior CrossFit and get ready for this year's CrossFit. So never mind. So now I, I just answered my own question. Summer is defined by the CrossFit Games. Um, oh, we'll agree to disagree on that one, but... Um, Yes, yeah, summer is defined, I think, by freedom. And, you know, when we were kids in school, we had all those years of summers here. And now no school. We're free. It's exciting. And I think that stays with us, or at least it stayed with me through adulthood. And even that sense of, you know, just having a, a whole different frame of mind starting mm. in roughly June. Uh, do you feel that same way? Yeah, I, I think there is a different state of mind. And I suppose what's been really challenging for me the last few years is that I haven't been able to access that or activate that. And I'm thinking back to my childhood and there are two summer feelings. Okay. So the first is I remember, so you, this is stuff you don't know, but um, I have a, my cousin uh, who was way, her family was way better off than, <clears throat> excuse me, my family, <clears throat> excuse me, and they had a pool in their backyard. And they always, my aunt always had big bowls of fresh grapes in her fridge. I don't know why, but she just did. That was just an Aunt Marge thing. And I remember floating in their pool on a raft. And I just remember that feeling of peace and summer freedom and sun and then wandering into the kitchen and eating grapes and sitting by the pool and hanging out with my cousin and floating on that raft, that summer feeling. And then there's, I guess there's a theme to this because then <clears throat> I have family on the other side of my family, also much better off than we were, <laughs> who had a summer house, they still do, on Fire Island, which is 
uh, a place where basically you just don't wear shoes all summer, right? You walk from the bay to the beach, you get up in the morning, you put on your bathing suit and your sunblock, and that's how you spend and the day. There's no cars on Fire Island, right? There's Isn't no, that part of the thing? There's no cars. And that, I call it the Fire Island feeling, where you just wake up and you just have this open space and to just be and be really present and swim in the ocean and swim in the bay and eat an ice cream cone. And, oh, God, I long for those summer feelings so much. And I just, I'm just too busy to get them. So you, you ask a good question, right? There's the big bucket list items. And then there's how we access the summer feeling. So how in the world, in the midst of all of our obligations, there's always, always more emails to answer. There's always more cabinets to clean. We have a basement that needs to get cleaned today. Tomorrow, by 3 o'clock, we have to clean our basement. Yeah, so I think, I think we have to realize what's important. And you said this, that there's only so many summers available to us. But isn't it hard? It's really hard to say lying by a pool or sitting with my feet in the sand is more important than, and then you can fill in the blank with like a hundred things that certainly seem more important. Well, as Ferris Bueller says, you know, life comes at you pretty fast. And if you don't stop to take a look, you could miss it. There's something along along those lines from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We're going to take wisdom from Ferris Bueller. Oh, my God. There's so much wisdom from Ferris Bueller. Maybe we need to rewatch that. Oh, totally. Gosh, I haven't watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off in uh, decades. So much wisdom in that movie. Maybe we should do a whole podcast on lessons learned from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Done. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. All right, we'll stay tuned. We'll have to tuned. watch it again. Yep, we definitely have to watch it again because honestly, like the only scene I remember. Nope, don't even remember. Do you remember the parade scene? No, where he, I remember. Where Ferris Bueller goes on like this giant parade in oh, vaguely. Chicago and sings Donka Shane. No. <laughs> it's like the German Day Parade or something. No, but uh, I do remember anyone, anyone, Bueller. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's so many lessons in that movie. Oh, totally doing a podcast on that. But we digress. And yeah, that's sort of the thing. So there, there's sort of a two-pronged approach to this. Wait, but uh, you... you rushed over my question, which is a big one. You no, just like, I'm, I'm, you responded to my question with a quote from Ferris Bueller, but I think it's so much more complicated than that. I'm, I'm getting to that. Okay. So the feet in the sand when there's so much to do. Yeah, exactly. Right. <clears throat> so there's two things. One is the Ferris Bueller quote, and there's always going to be emails. There's always going to be basements to clean metaphorically, but there's only so much time we have to stick our toes in the sand. But the other thing is, if we do stick our toes in the sand, metaphorically, we can bring more energy and even more joy and satisfaction to the emails, to cleaning the basement, because, frankly, we deserve to have some fun. No, 
you're you're <clears throat> you're mixing this all together okay. in a way that's not helping me. <laughs> okay. Because you can't, on the one hand, say feet in the sand will therefore make you more productive, and you deserve it. So you deserve to be more productive. Like, how do you justify? I'm not I'm not alone in this. I, I honestly, like, I think I'm speaking for thousands. How do you justify feet in the sand? when there's so much work to be done, obligations to be satisfied, people to take care of. Well, people to take care of, and I will actually, you know, go back to the put your own oxygen mask on first mm. metaphor. So you have to take care of yourself to be able to take care of other people. But that's, I, yes, but. All right, well, all right, well sometimes, you're not going to be able, you're just not going to be able to stick your feet in the sand. Like there's just times you have a sick relative. At right. Home. But I'm not talking about that either. Well, then you just have to draw a line in the sand Behind. and say, I get this. Why? Because you deserve it. Why? Because you're worthy. Ask Coach Chili. I don't know. <laughs> you are worthy. You deserve this. You know, you put your heart and soul into this family, whatever you want to use to justify it. You are just, and, and that's the whole point of worthiness is you don't have to justify it. You just have to acknowledge that you being the unique and special person that you are, you deserve to put your toes in the sand. All right. I suppose that that works for people who feel that they're not deserving of it. Okay. And I, and I, for sure, that's one category of, of people. What's well, one category of, uh, that keeps people from it, but it still doesn't answer. Okay. So I, I'm going to digress for a moment, please. And then we'll, we'll come back to this. This is, this is take eight or nine of this podcast because we have had problem after problem after problem this morning. We are now recording the podcast and our lawn is being cut. <laughs> so for all of you who now hear a lawnmower in the background, we're not stopping. We're not re-recording it. <laughs> Y'all, you're just going to have to put up with the lawnmower. Okay. So back but what, to- What about the weed whacker? <laughs> The weed whacker is going to be a problem. <laughs> the leaf blower. The leaf blower. That's it. they get you with the leaf that's blower. That's definitely a problem. We're just going to keep going. Keep going. So keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. So I get there are people who feel they're not worthy of it, but that's not my problem. What's your problem? My problem is I think that there are more important things that I should and need to do. Well, you know, yeah. Go ahead. All right, then, and this, you know, ex existential crisis coming on, but you're well aware of the surveys or studies with people at end of life. And, you know, how many people, when they got to that point, have said, oh, I wish I worked more and spent less time with my family at the beach. But I love the work that I do, and I feel that the work that we're doing has impact on people, and... I can't, I can't, oh my gosh, do you hear them? You guys, I'm so sorry. It's just, it's just one of those days. Right. And 
we have to get this podcast done so we can go stick our toes in the sand. But we won't <laughs> stick our toes in the sand. I know. We got polls to ship. We got emails to do. We have ads to write. <laughs> yes. So how do I get that summer feeling in the midst of so much? And now I feel like the lawnmowers are just a metaphor. <laughs> I feel like the, the universe is sending me a metaphor. It was almost like we said, cue the lawnmowers. How do you get that summer feeling? Well, the truth of the matter is we're not kids. You know, we're not that we don't have that full-on summer freedom like we used to we're at a different stage and frankly just you know personally you and i are we're in that sandwich generation right now and so having that summer of freedom is just not really in the cards. Now that being said, I don't said, need a whole summer of freedom. I'm not asking for a whole summer of freedom. I'm I'm looking for the that feeling. I'm looking for the Fire Island feeling. Well, then we're, you're going to have to look for it in moments. You're going to have to set a one-hour window in your calendar where you don't schedule anything, where you are going to lay in the hammock and read a book. Hammock time? Hammock time. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to schedule that hammock time. You're going to be in our backyard. You're going to crack open that book, and they're going to show up to mow the damn lawn. <laughs> So there's an element of acceptance. All right. And I, I think we're going to have to be intentional, right? Put that hour on the calendar, but also be opportunistic. Like if it's two o'clock in the afternoon and the sun is shining, do you remember we used to actually leave the office years ago in the middle of the day for an hour and go surfing? And do you know what I remember? I remember sitting at my desk after that little surf adventure in a bathing suit and all sandy, getting caught up on my work. <laughs> like we're not even doing, we're not, we've become less good at finding those moments. Well, then this is our wake up call. It's our wake up call. Maybe it's your wake up call out there, right? Let's, let's make those moments. So. I think that there might be some value in working together, you, me, the pack, and the crew, to support one another on finding those moments, reminding each other that leaving a couple of emails unanswered, though there's a complication with that, which I suppose I can get to, but, and finding those moments is what uh, gives the most texture to our lives. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's one of the things that's key is we do need to support each other. We need to remind each other. You and I, people in, in our Facebook group who are so supportive, but also um, our friends, and we can ask our friends to help us with this. You know, say, Hey, Betty Lou, you know, I, I need to get out some more. Let's, you know, can you ask me to go on some walks when you have a minute? If you're going, if you're going to take a walk, you know, later this summer, invite me. If you're going to the beach, let me know. I am literally going to send a, a text to my friends when we finish 
this uh, podcast. Uh, doing exactly that. All right, let's do a quick round robin. Quick. What things are on your fun list for the summer? Let's see how much alignment we have and if we can support one another on these things. Okay. You know, well, we're, we're our biggest mutual cheerleaders, so let's help each other. Uh, Give well, me your things. Uh, well, I want to continue our post-dinner walks. Oh, yes. So I want to do that. Um, I want to play a lot of pickleball. I'm having a lot of fun playing pickleball, and I want to get better at it. So I'd like to do some clinics uh, when we're going to Utah at the end of this summer. I want to go on some hikes. I want to see the canyons. We're not scheduled to go to that part of the state, but I want to make the effort to get down there. Okay. How about you? Uh, yes on pickleball. Yes on after dinner walks. I want to swim in the ocean or the bay combined at least 30 days this summer. I haven't been in yet. I'm going to have to get going on that. Hiking is good. And I want to get up a few mornings, get a cup of coffee, and go to the beach early. I want to start my day with a visit to the beach. And hopefully see some whales. Yes, but I, I yes, for sure. The oh, whales. There, there's the leaf blower. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I want to go even, I don't want to go with the intention of finding a whale because that right. actually defeats the freedom of the summer. I want to go just to have the experience. I want feet in the sand. And if we see whales, bonus time. Bonus wanna, whales. Bonus whales. But I want to, I want to find time for that Fire Island feeling, that summer freedom feeling. Yeah, and we may catch moments of that. I think that's that's what we can look forward. It's going to take a little planning. It's going to take a little work, which might be a little oxymoronic, <laughs> paradoxical, paradoxical to that feeling of freedom. But I think we can make it happen, and I think we should be present and cherish those moments when they arise. Let's do it. 